and welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We're delighted to welcome on Luca from Georgian Footy to speak about the upcoming Conference League game between Dinamo Tbilisi and Paida. Thank you for coming on, Luca. How are you doing today? Thank you for the invite. Cheers, lads. I'm pretty good with now playing against Dinamo Batumi. Uh, it's on a 50-second minute. We're losing 3-0, so not the best of nights. Is Batumi currently the best team in Georgia, then? Uh, well, they're going to go nine points uh, at the top. So, yeah, I have to say that they're the better team in the league right now. Unfortunately for me, because I support Dinamo Tbilisi personally. So, uh, yeah, not the best of time for us, but yeah. I suppose you say that because Pider are currently playing at the moment as well. Yeah. Currently winning 2-1, despite being down the 10 and going 1-0 down. So, well, yeah, so I saw them post on Twitter, so yeah. Um, so, how do you feel about this upcoming game then, Dinamo, Pider? How do you think it's going to go? Uh, well, I'm quite positive because, with all due respect to Pider, obviously, um, being a seeded team, you kind of get like upper hand towards other teams. So, Dinamo... With, I, mean, I mean, with the quality they actually possess, although we're down 3-0 now, uh, it should be enough to at least play more or less a decent game against teams like Pai Day. Um, if the coach kind of manages to put up a lineup which is um, more suited to, to teams like Pide again because from what I've seen a lot of new attackers Kovusu uh, especially and a few other uh, guys from Gambia though those three are going to be kind of more like the danger man for Pide I'd say so the quick players uh, should be hard to control for Dinamo so um, in, the way I see it um, it's pretty doable for us but obviously I have to respect all your opponents and wait for the proper opportunity to, to beat them and I think Pai Day is a beatable one I'm not saying like 100% sure about that but it's more likely to Dinamo, to, for Dinamo to beat Pai Day rather than them going out yeah, I, I personally think Pida could have had an easier draw. When I did see the Tbilisi one get drawn, it was kind of like, ah, damn, you know. And especially seeing Lavadia get pumped by Vikana in Iceland, yeah. and considering Lavadia are a better side than Pida. There isn't much confidence from this end, let's say that. Well, that, that was the thing, but you have to consider that so it's a football match. Any team can beat any of us, uh, and especially um, with Pai Day, like uh, it's going to be up north, it could be slightly harder for Dinamo to adapt. I think they play on artificial grass, didn't they? They'll be playing at Parnu Stadium for the game in Estonia, ah. I think. So we'll be on grass, I think. Ah, so yeah, so, um, yeah. that's not that yeah. big of a change. Yeah, so yeah, Pied Stadium's like someone's back garden, so it's not quite your way for regulations. Yeah. So I understand, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's kind of technically an away game for Pite for their home game as well. So even though it's in Estonia, they're not at their own stadium. You said uh, Wusu for Pite is kind of like a threat. He reminds me of um, St. Maximin for Newcastle. A lot of tricks, yeah. struggles a bit with the end product, even though he's got quite a few goals this season. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes up against a better team in quality because there are rumours that he could be going to a team in Norway. I think it was him. It was him or one of the other uh, foreign Pider players so it'd be interesting to see how he gets on that might seal the deal if he um, yeah. performs well is there anyone for um, Tbilisi to look out for? Well I'd say uh, Usman Kamara who's a left winger probably one of the better foreigners in the league for the past one and a half two years um, who's the thing with, with him is and thing with Dinamo in general like we had a coaching change about like two weeks ago ten days ago basically so um, the game plan changed massively we used to play like 3-4-3 slash 4-4-2 uh, and now we're more accustomed to the traditional 4-2-3-1, which allows the wingers to go more inside. Same with Kamara, who had like two goals at the start of the, uh, before the coaching change and now scored like three in the past two games. So uh, he's probably the one I 
say is the biggest uh, kind of threat. He's a left winger. Also, uh, a few other Georgian internationals, Metal Bishvili, who's a Georgian international at 20 years old as a defensive midfielder. Uh, Kiki Tadze, who's another winger, who's, well, I'd say like the winger spot for Dinamo Tbilisi right now is uh, probably the place where you guys should expect the most danger because they might well, like the pace, the power they've got. Uh, but on the other hand, the defensive options are pretty lacking because even now watching the game against Batsumi, uh, the goal, the second goal we can see is like a player went straight down the middle through defensive midfield and centre-back pairing and just scored it. Like easy, easy goal. You kind of score those in like backyard uh, pitches. So that's the biggest kind of issue. That's what I'm concerned about. Uh, even Avusu, as I mentioned before, because uh, having to control him to challenge a quicker player uh, and other uh, Gambian forwards, you, you guys have got. Um, it, it could be an issue, and I'd say it will be an issue for us. Uh, and even though the transfer window is open in Georgia since the 20th of June, I can't really see anyone signing for us and we're making an impact as a defensive pick because it's like three weeks, two two weeks before the game. So, uh, yeah, I'd say like apart from good offensive options, the defense is uh, biggest, it's a weak, weak point for us as we consider quite a few goals. Not, not only today, throughout the season, we struggled against teams who we should have kind of killed off games. And we scored right now, 3-1. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Would you say foreigners settle in well in Georgia? Usually when um, a foreigner comes into Estonia, it's um, they usually hit the ground running. Uh, not really, actually. We've seen, even especially Dinamo as the kind of biggest club in Georgia with more finances. We've seen players from La Liga, from the French leagues, uh, from Germany who came along, who we'd expect them to play well, but unfortunately they didn't because it's always an issue with language uh, because not many of the local guys typically speak, speak English that well to kind of understand the other players. Uh, also, like the pitch quality was always pretty bad. It's getting slightly better. The facilities are getting slightly better, but that's probably the biggest uh, issue the foreigners had here, although they had like great resumes played for a few decent clubs, not only for the Inter Police and speaking about all the other teams. Um, most of the, yeah, most of the foreigners typically struggle here. Um, and we see like players coming in uh, and leave in like half a year or a year at max sometimes. So Going back to when you just mentioned Tbilisi struggling to finish off games and, you know, you're talking about the defence, I'd say Pida are kind of similar this year. Arguably one of the more inconsistent teams in the league this year. There was great optimism with the new head coach, Vulade, coming in, you know, former national team coach. A potential title challenge, which is now obviously fallen way behind. Yeah. Defensively, they're lacking. I think Aksali, the main number one, only kept two clean sheets this season. Going forward, they're great but it is that defensiveness. Do you, do you think there maybe could be a, sh- a shootout in goals and maybe a nice five-all draw for us to be excited about? Yeah, <laughs> not sure about five goals, but <laughs> I won't be surprised if I put at least two uh, in the net against Dinamo because, but it's against like the fun teams, you know, like both Pide, both Dinamo, who like scored like seven, like a few weeks ago, but considered four. So you'd say like, Although the offensive output is pretty decent, defensively we're quite poor. So uh, I do expect a few goals in both nets in Georgia and in um, Estonia as well. But um, uh, it, it's it, it could be just a game of game of goals, I'd say. Um, and expecting one because it's always fun to watch the early qualifiers, especially with like minor nations as Georgia and Estonia again. So uh, I think uh, there are a few goals coming. Uh, coming from someone you know who me personally i know nothing about the country of georgia i know nothing about the football in georgia how would you rate the standard 
Well, it's probably right now, the season is probably the highest it was since 20, I'd say 15, 2015, 2016. As we can have a change of structure because we went from a 18 league team to a 16 league team to 14 league uh, to 14 team and then to, uh, to 10 right now. So uh, it kind of, not, not, not to say kind of leveled up the quality, but it can even it out. So any team can win against uh, like top three teams. Okay, any team can draw against the top two seats. So in a certain way, the, the league structure is slightly better. The player quality is pretty decent. And right now we had a few uh, national team players coming in, mainly because of the war in Ukraine, as uh, we all know, uh, kind of effect it had on player deals. Uh, and um, yeah, that's probably, I'd suggest it's as good as it was probably five or six years ago. But that doesn't mean that our team is going to do crazy in the qualifiers. I'm not really expecting that much. How far do you think, not, maybe not just Tbilisi then, but yeah. including like Batumi as well, um, how far do you reckon a Georgian team can go in Europe this year? Uh, well, it actually depends how Batumi do against Slovan Bratislava in the first qualifiers. So uh, if they kind of win the tie in the end, they that basically means they're going to go to the um, conference of the qualifiers uh, if they kind of get lucky against Slovan. So that probably right now seems as the maximum we can't do if, again, we beat Slovan. And Dinamo's got the better chance to go through a few teams because after Pi Day, if they obviously win against Pi Day, after Pi Day, they face uh, another unseeded team, Arad Armenia from obviously Armenia. So um, those two rounds could be, it will be hard, but they could kind of be successful. And then uh, we have to wait and see how the draw pans out for, for the, both Dinamo's, obviously, but for the Amateur Police as well. Not sure about the other two teams as Dila Gori play. Um, I think a team from Finland, Coops, I think. And Sabatella play against the Albanian cup holders, Partizani. So, uh, uh, not really content that they're going to win. Both that, but both those teams, I'm not sure if they're going to win. What kind of attendance do you reckon they'll be? I went to the Tbilisi Stadium in January and it's fucking massive. Is it going to be like close to like a sellout, do you reckon, or nowhere near? Uh, no, no, nowhere near. Yeah. I, like I'd suggest about like 10 to 12,000 people if, again, uh, the marketing thing works well because a bit like, uh, Tbilisi, unfortunately, um, isn't really that attended if there's not a national team game going on. And uh, last time, like a month ago, Pinyon Batuma came in and there were like 20, 21,000 people attending, mainly because of Kvart Khalia, who's kind of big name here. And the interest is big, obviously. Uh, but I mean, qualifiers are pretty much more attended, attended than the league matches. So I'd say like 10 to 12,000 people might come in. As usual, they're going to come in late, so we may not see that many people at the kickoff, but they're usually at like 20, 25-minute mark, there are going to be a few people. And if we kind of go through, and if even when uh, we face um, Arad Armenia, I'd say about 20,000 20, people might, might come in. Yeah, That's probably just... the max I, I, yeah, the max I kind of estimate as of now. I think last year for Pida, when they had uh, Schlask from Poland at the Parnus Stadium, it was, I think, about 3,500 turned up, which, yeah. you know, for, for Estonia, European game, yeah. not bad. And being the summer as well and on the beach stadium, you know, why not have a holiday out of it as well? Brilliant. Well, it, it's a decent, it's a decent atmosphere. Yeah. I'd say it's three to 5,000 people in like, a relatively smaller stadium. You kind of get, you kind yeah. of get the noises of the people. So yeah, that could be a good thing. So I want to ask, why why do people show up 20, 25 minutes? Is it just because of working or just how Georgian culture is? Or uh, I'd say both. 
But like, yeah, Georgian culture is a bit bit weird, I'd say, because uh, although like even today uh, the Batuma game is a sellout, like a day before, so you'd say like, oh, people should be should know that there's a game at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock local time. But um, yeah, it's kind of like hard to find parking places. Um, people not really like time efficient in Georgia in general. So the, those two are probably the biggest issue. And we nearly scored the second now. And um, yeah, I'd say like that, that's probably the main issue we've got here. It's a cultural thing, that's it, more or less. I've done some digging. Uh, Georgian teams have only played Estonian teams three times in European qualifying. 100% record. I think it was 2005, your wafer cup was last time a Georgian team uh, got I think, to a group no, no. stage. Or maybe uh, yeah, a bit 2004, later. 2005, yeah. 2004. It was um, like a different kind of structure with uh, UFC. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think like, it was like yeah. five games, just single matches. So, yeah. Is it a big deal? It is a big deal. It's probably yeah. the biggest deal. Yeah. 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 Like right now, especially after like such a, it's like, 17 years, 18 years since the last kind of qualifier, group stage qualifiers, people expect us to get uh, in the group as we were close a few times. We were in the playoffs, uh, like at the early 2010s, like we had at least one team in the playoffs, which was a good thing, obviously, but due to how the um, kind of like qualifying structure is to work, we always get like teams like Dinamo Zagreb, our stronger positions that were hard to beat. And the last few years, we kind of struggled to get a team in the, at least in the um, third qualifying round in the playoffs as well. So this season, obviously, because of the way the UEFA Conference League works, uh, if somehow Batumi manages to win against uh, Slovan in, in their tie, probably the expectations are pretty high, but it all depends on the first first two matchups in, in, uh, in Slovakia. The draw doesn't seem too kind for, for either side here, you know, with whoever goes through, we'll have Ararat in Armenia, yeah. which, you know, it could be a winnable game, but then again, they're a team, you know, in the dark, you know, I don't know much about them. You know, then Viken from Norway and Sparta Prague. Well, I'd say Ararat is, well, obviously compared to Sparta Prague, they're, they're less in quality, but yeah, they're the team to be because they've got like loads of foreigners coming in and coming out. Um, and uh, they will be hard to play against, but um, not, um, nothing unbeatable, I'd say so. So what's your prediction then? Well, I'd say Dinamo to go through against Pai Day, and it will be a hard one against Arad, I'd say. Uh, if somehow we manage to go through, um, it might be a draw in, in Armenia and like, like a one win in, in, in Tbilisi. And then all the way to the group stage? Ah, uh, no, nah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> With like the ranking coefficients we got right now, it, it's it's probably impossible for us to go through. If it, that's the way, that's the weird way I'd say the UEFA coefficients and um, like the drawing seats work because you have to get like pre-looking the original seedings um, to kind of get decent opponents to play against, and then to get a decent path towards the group stages. So uh, I'd say it would be pretty much impossible for Dinamo to to get to the group stages. I think that wraps it up. Just a quick preview of the Dinamo Tbilisi versus Pyder game coming up uh, next week. Thank you for your time, Luca. It's been brilliant having you. Great insight into Georgian football. My pleasure, obviously. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Keep up the Twitter account as well. That's probably my favourite account apart from ours. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, man. (laughs) Cool. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Thank Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.